This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to our Sunday morning church services. Today we are observing All Saints Day, and we would like to honor our loved ones who have passed uh, with music today. We're going to be singing some of their favorite songs. I hope there's some of your favorite songs, too. Debbie, what do you have in mind? Um, my parents sang together often, and we have a recording of them singing Whiter Than Snow. So that was one of their favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus, I long to be perfectly whole. I want thee forever to live in my soul. Break down every idol, cast out every foe. Now wash me and song we're going to do, that was one of my dad's favorite songs, and it was also, Pastor Wilcox said it was his parents, one of their favorite songs. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The sun Joy we share as we tarry 
nights stay in the garden with him for the night around me be falling but he bids me go through the voice of woe his voice to Thanks, Debbie and Jim, for those beautiful songs and for the idea of sharing songs that were favorites of some of the saints that have gone before us. Welcome to this worship service, good neighbors. You're listening to a Neighbors United in Christ Parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Pastor Greg Wilcox. Thanks today to Debbie Tag and Jim Haugerud, our musicians, Thanks to Kathy Christensen for reading our lessons and sharing the children's message with us. Thanks to our recording engineer, Isaac Christensen, for keeping us on track and putting this recording together. And many thanks to each of you who are listening today. You can listen to each weekly service live at 8 a.m. on WPCA Radio at 93.1 FM or live on their website at wpcaradio.org each Sunday morning. You can also listen anytime through our podcast, available on your smartphone via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on our website, which is nuicparish.org. I encourage you to subscribe and listen to our services whenever you get the chance, and to our new services, which download each Sunday morning. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, or through our website, which again is nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by Herbert Johnson, and he's sponsoring it in honor of the enjoyment that he gets out of listening to these services. We thank Herbert for his generosity and WPCA Radio for this broadcast. We depend on the generosity of listeners like Herbert and like you to keep the broadcast going. Just a couple of additional announcements um, of upcoming events. November 7th, uh, this coming Sunday in the afternoon, Little Falls Church will have a drive-through dinner from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, worship this Sunday, November 7th, this All Saints Sunday, is at Deronda at 9.30 a.m. And then there'll be a congregational council meeting at Deronda at 7 p.m. on Tuesday, November 9th. Jesus said that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Even though we aren't all together in a church today, we are gathered in Jesus' name, and he is present with each of us, wherever we might be today. 
His presence with us is a gift we celebrate and proclaim as we worship together today. We're in the season of Pentecost, but this coming Sunday is a special Sunday. As Jim has already mentioned, it's All Saints Sunday. As you participate in our worship today, you may want to have a white cloth to lay before you, a candle, a cross, and a Bible to follow along with our Bible readings. We continue our worship asking God to bless our time together in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me and listen as I read the confession of sins. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you, uphold us by your spirit, so that we may live and serve you in newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Hear then God's promise of absolution. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are all forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit. Through Christ, may live in our hearts through faith. Amen. Please listen along as Jim and Debbie come and sing our gathering songs. Jim and Debbie. Well, we got a couple more songs here that I think uh, some of the folks will enjoy. These are a couple of the oldies uh, uh, that uh, I, I know our loved ones enjoyed. Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer that calls me from a world of care and bids me Sweet hour of prayer, sweet hour of prayer. 
Thanks again, Jim and Debbie, for those beautiful songs. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. 
Please join your hearts with mine as I pray the prayer of the day. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment, and to know the inexpressible joys you've prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I'd like to invite Kathy to come now and read our lessons and share the children's message with us. Kathy? The first lesson is from the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 3 and 15 through 18. In the first year that Balthazar was the king of Babylon, I had a dream, and I saw a dream in the night. I saw a vision in the night. I wrote the dream down, and this is the record of it, of what I saw that night. Winds were blowing from all directions and lashing the surface of the ocean. Four huge beasts came out of the ocean, each one different from the others. The visions I saw alarmed me, and I was greatly disturbed. I went up to ask one of those standing there and asked him to explain it all. So he told me the meaning, and he said, These four huge beasts are four empires which will arise on earth, and the people of the Supreme God will receive, po receive royal power and keep it forever and ever. The psalm this morning is from Psalm 149. Praise the Lord. Sing a new song to the Lord. Praise him in the assembly of his faithful people. Be glad, Israel, because of your creator. Rejoice, people of Zion, because of your king. Praise his name with dancing, playing drums and harps in praise of him. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. He honors the humble with victory. Let God's people rejoice in their triumph and sing joyfully in all night long. Let them shout aloud as they praise God with their sharp swords in their hands to defeat the nations and to punish the peoples, to bind their kings in chains, their leaders in chains of iron, to punish the nations as God has commandment, commanded. This is the victory of God's people. Praise the Lord. And the last reading comes from Ephesians, the first chapter, verses 11 through 23. All things are done according to God's plan and decision, and God chose us to be his own people in union with Christ because of his own purpose based on what he had decided from the very beginning. Let us then, those who are the first to hope in Christ, praise God's glory. And you also became God's people when you heard the true message, the good news that brought you salvation. You believed in Christ, and God put his stamp on ownership on you by giving you the Holy Spirit he had promised. The Spirit is the guarantee that we shall receive what God has promised and assured us that God will give the complete freedom to those who are his. Let us praise his glory. For this reason, ever since I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks to God for you. I remember you in my prayers, and I ask God of your 
Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, to give you the Spirit who will make you wise and reveal, reveal God to you so that you will know him. I ask that your minds may be open to see his light so that you will know what is the hope to which he has called you, how rich are the wonderful blessings he promises his people, and how very great is the power at work in us who believe. This power working in us is the same as the mighty strength which he used when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly world. Christ rules there above all heavenly rulers, authorities, powers, and lords. He has a title superior to all the titles of authority in this world and in the next. God put all things under Christ's feet and gave him to the church as supreme Lord over all things. The church is Christ's body, the completion of him who himself completes all things everywhere. Here ends the readings. So it's time now to speak with the young people of the parish. Hi guys. Today is a special day in the church. It's called All Saints Sunday. This is the day that we remember all the people in our parish that have died and gone to heaven in this last year. We usually light a candle for all the saints and say a little prayer for each of them. But I was wondering, of all the saints that are dead and not living now, can we also have saints that are living right here with us right now? Can we have living saints and can we be a saint ourselves? Think about that for a moment. One definition from the dictionary of a saint was a person who had died and gone to heaven, which I talked about. But a second definition was an extremely virtuous person. Now, what does virtuous mean, you ask? Well, it means a good and moral person. So I was thinking, we all could be saints. If you're a good person, a helpful person, a thoughtful person, a loving person, you are a saint. As I just read in Ephesians 1, 11 through 23, all things are done according to God's plan. God chose us to be his own people in union with Christ Jesus. God chose us to hear the good news of what Jesus and he brought us salvation. God has chosen us to be good, faithful, thoughtful, and loving saints, to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, to love one another always. So let's remember all the saints who have died this past year, but let's also remember all the saints that are still here with us too. Let us pray. Dear God, you chose us to be your people, believing in God, good and faithful saints. Help us to remember how to live our faith and help us all to become saints. In Jesus' name, amen. The song I'd like to sing for you is called Put a Little Love in Your Heart. Think of your fellow man, lend him a helping hand, put a little love in your heart. You see it's getting late, oh please don't hesitate. 
put a little love in your heart and the world will be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see another day goes by and still the children cry put a little love in your heart you want the world to know we won't let hatred grow put a little love in your heart and the world will be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see take a good look around and if you're looking down put a little love in your heart i hope when you decide kindness will be your guide put a little love in your heart and the world will be a better place and the world will be a better place for you and me you just wait and see put a little love in your heart each and every day put a little love in your heart there's got to be a better way put a little love in your heart don't you think it's time we start put a little love in your heart thanks kathy for reading the lessons and for the children's message and that beautiful song at the end. The Gospel lesson for this All Saints Sunday is from the Gospel according to Luke, the sixth chapter, verses 20 through 21. Jesus is speaking here. Then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, as we've said a number of times now, this Sunday is All Saints Sunday. Both the Old Testament lesson in Daniel and Jesus' words that I just read in the Gospel of Luke remind us that God's perspective and values are very different than those of the world in which we live. People who are great and powerful and wealthy here in the world are often impoverished in God's sight. 
And we as Christians are called and challenged by Jesus to orient our lives in ways that are consistent with his teaching and his example. Loving our enemies, doing good to those who hate us, blessing those who curse us, praying for those who hurt us, giving our time, our talent, our treasure to the lost, the last, the least all around us. It is a call and a challenge that often takes a lifetime to live up to and to live into. But for my message today, I'd like to use two verses from our text from Paul's letter to the Ephesians to center my thoughts. Kathy read these, but I want to reread these two verses. Paul writes, I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I'd like to invite you, like the Apostle Paul here in Ephesians, to remember and give thanks for those saints. And Kathy talked a little bit about this, but I want to emphasize kind of the Lutheran definition here. For Lutherans, the title of saint is for all God's people who have been redeemed by Jesus. So I'd like you to remember those saints, those people who have touched your life in some way and at some time with their kindness, their gentleness, their compassion, their faith, their love. I suspect that you, like me, often forget how fortunate, how blessed we've been by the everyday people, the saints in disguise who have shared some grace, given some gift to us that has lightened our load and brightened our day. Here's how Albert Schweitzer, the great humanitarian, theologian, and missionary, put it, and I'm conflating a couple quotes from him. Schweitzer wrote, I look back upon my youth and realize how so many people gave me help, understanding, courage, very important things to me, and they never knew it. They entered into my life and became powers within me. All of us live spiritually by what others have given us, often unwittingly, in the significant hours of our life. At the time, these significant hours may not even be perceived. We all owe others much of the gentleness and wisdom that we have made our own. If we had before us those who have thus been a blessing to us and could tell them how it came about, they would be amazed to learn what passed over from their life to ours. So, let me share a few little images of people, everyday saints, who've left a lasting impression on me and for whom I give thanks on this All Saints Sunday. And just parenthetically, you likely know if you've listened to many or even any of my sermons that both my mother and my father played a decisive role in shaping my life. I'm not going to talk about either of them today, but about an odd assortment of people who touched my life and left a positive and hopeful impact on me. And just a few. First of all, then, Helen. Helen was the mother of one of the first real friends I ever had. All these years later, as I look back, I realize she was the real reason I loved to go to my friend's house. She was warm and welcoming and loving and always laughing. She made her home feel like my home. I think of and thank God for Helen on this All Saints Sunday. And then for 13 French nuns at the airport in Amsterdam. I was a young teenager and traveling all alone from South, South Dakota to Kathmandu, Nepal, 
and I was uncertain and a little afraid to be on my own on this journey halfway round the world. I had a long layover in Amsterdam, and I was looking for a place to have lunch when these thirteen French nuns saw me looking lost and oh so alone and welcomed me to their table in a little airport cafe. Without a word of English, they comforted and encouraged me and sent me on my way with warm smiles. I think of and thank God for these 13 nuns on this All Saints Sunday. And for Keith. Keith was one of three roommates I had while attending seminary. Two roommates were seminary students like me, but Keith was an atheist who lived with us three seminary students, played the organ on Sundays at a large Episcopalian church in the Twin Cities, attended the University of Minnesota, was passionate about the hungry and the homeless, was kind and gentle with everyone he met, and he died young of a heart defect. I think of and thank God for Keith this All Saints Sunday. And then there was a wonderful older woman, Dagny, in the North Dakota congregation where I served as intern pastor for a year. Dagny was a widow living on the farmstead she and her late husband had lived on almost their entire married lives. My wife Gail and I lived in a little apartment that year with our big St. Bernard mixed dog Sheba, and Dagny would invite us all out, always including Sheba, to her farm place to eat, to visit, to laugh, and to let Sheba run free around her huge yard. Dagny taught me to love Lefsa, was a good sport when I refused to try her lutefisk, and always, always affirmed and encouraged my oh-so-slow growing into a pastor. I think of and thank God for Dagny this All Saints Sunday. And finally, just a few days ago, there was the man at Menards at St. Croix Falls. I was wandering through the store with a project in mind, but no idea what I actually needed to accomplish. I wanted to build a large sliding shelf in the back of my old pickup that I could put a few power saws on and other woodworking tools. The man, who was stocking the shelf, saw my bewildered look and took pity on me. He asked if he could help, and when I confessed I had no idea what I needed, he laughed and said he hears that all the time. And then, after listening to what I was hoping to do, he helped me find exactly what I needed. I think of and thank God for this man from Menards on this All Saints Sunday. I'd like to pause here just for a moment and ask you to think back and remember a few of the people who, like Helen or the nuns or Keith or Dagny or the man from Menards, a few of the people who shared some unexpected kindness and compassion with you and left you a little better, a little happier, a little more at peace. So I'm just going to pause and invite you to remember a few of those folks. Why is remembering these people and thanking God for them so important? Not just today, All Saints Sunday, but regularly through the course of our moments and our days. Why is it so important? It's important, first of all, because gratitude is a very powerful feeling and perspective with which to face an uncertain and at times hostile world. Gratitude reminds us that not only have there been a host of people pulling for us and wishing us well, but that God is at work in our lives through all these saints who we've encountered along the way. Gratitude also is very healing. 
When you meet people who are less than kind, who rub you the wrong way or take out their frustrations on you, gratitude helps you forgive these people and forget these encounters, helping you avoid getting bogged down in anger or regret. And finally, gratitude helps you become the very kind of person, that is, a very kind person, an everyday saint who touches others' lives with compassion. As you live with a grateful heart, you begin to give freely and generously to those people looking for a little kindness, a little understanding, a little love, which in the final analysis really is what we're all looking for. I'd like to end with this little prayer of thanksgiving. It's by Richard, Reverend Richard Fairchild, for all the saints of our lives. Please listen and join your hearts with mine as I pray this prayer. It's called A Prayer of Thanksgiving, All Saints. God of the ages, we praise you for all your servants who have done justice, loved mercy, and walked humbly with you. We praise you, O God, for all apostles and martyrs and saints of every time and place who in life and death have witnessed to your truth and love. We praise you, O God, for those who answered your call to preach the good news of the gospel and to administer your sacraments of grace and love and for those who devoted their lives to teaching your word and sharing the inspiration of the Holy Scriptures with others, whether it be at home or in foreign lands. We praise you, O God, for those who showed compassion to the least, feeding the hungry and clothing the naked, welcoming the stranger and offering mercy and forgiveness to those who have gone astray. We praise you, O God, for those who are willing to lose their lives in service to others, caring for the sick, comforting the dying, visiting the lonely, consoling those in grief. We praise you, O God, and we especially honor the memory of those individuals of these congregations who have lived among us and shared their faith in personal ways, who have finished the race and now reign on high with you. In addition, O God, we honor the memory of those who have graced our lives at other times and in other ways, those whose names we lift up before you in our hearts now. Hear our prayers, O God, for others we name before you, both in our hearts and aloud. For all the saints from whom their labors rest, we praise you, O God. We praise you and we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I'll invite Jim and Debbie to come and sing our sermon hymn. Well, Debbie, as pastor, was talking about people special in our lives. I couldn't help but to think about my grandparents, mm -hmm. and I think they're special to all of us. I was lucky enough to have all my grandparents well into my adult life, and this song I know was their favorite song, and I'm sure probably most of our grandparents, it was their favorite song. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I cherish the old Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross 
Oh, that old rugged cross, so despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left his glory above to bear it to dark So I cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a The old rugged cross I will ever be true Its shame and reproach gladly bear Then you call me someday To my home far away Where his glory forever So I cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday Thanks, Debbie and Jim. We continue with our worship service as we confess, confess our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead, on the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I'll invite Debbie and Jim to come and do our prayers of intercession. across time and place, we pray for our shared world. Holy One, your church rests on the faithful who came before us. Give bishops, pastors, deacons, and lay leaders the will to carry the church forward 
and discern your will for the future. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy One, you raise up leaders to guide your people. Kindle in them a passion to care for others, a desire to seek the common good, and the courage to love their enemies. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our prayer. Holy One, you bless those who are poor, hungry, and reviled. Provide food, housing, and security to all who are vulnerable or in crisis. May those who have more than enough give generously. Lord, in your mercy, receive our prayer. We bring these people before you, Lord, and thank you for your loving care for them. Tammy and Kelsey Zamuda, Del Clausen, Marsha Helling, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Christina Burgett, Pat and Lucille Trofe, Helen Erickson, Gary Fredrickson, Rick Elmer, Randy Goglin, Andy Elmer, Jim Wade, Scott Morgan, Tim Elmer, John Allen, and John Olson. Hold us in community with one another. Nurture a spirit of abundant hospitality and intentional inclusion among us welcoming the gifts of adults and children. Inspire creative visions for our life together. Lord, in your mercy, receive our prayer. Holy One, we remember in thanksgiving all those who have died. Wipe away our tears and comfort us with the promise of everlasting life in you. Lord, in your mercy, receive our prayer. Accept these prayers, gracious God, and those known only to you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, Now we continue with the sharing of the peace. May the peace of Christ be with you always. I'll invite you to bless yourself or if you're worshiping someone to bless them using the Trinity formula, which is be blessed or I am blessed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As people of faith, we're called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, to the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors in need. And thanks for considering this. We'll continue then with the communion part of our service. I'll invite you to get a bread or a wafer and some wine or grape juice so that you can participate as you listen to the communion part of the service. When we celebrate Holy Communion, we gather with all the saints from every time and place 
to hear again the story of God's power and love shown to us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. I'll share now the words of institution, and then we'll pray together the Lord's Prayer, and then I'll invite you to eat the bread and drink the wine after that. Hear these words. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body broken for you. Do this as oft as you eat it in remembrance of me. Again after supper he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to all of them to drink, saying, This is my blood shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. When we eat this bread and drink this wine, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's pray together then the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, if you would take the bread and the wafer, taste and see that the Lord is good. Take the bread or wafer, and as you eat it, hear this promise from Jesus, This is my body broken for you. And then if you would take the wine or the grape juice, and as you drink it, hear this promise from Jesus. This is my blood shed for you. Receive the communion blessing. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you to life everlasting. Amen. I'll invite Jim and Debbie to come and do a song for us, please. O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout. The universe displayed Then sings my soul My Savior God to thee How great thou art How great thou art Then sings my soul My Savior God Receive then the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. All of the loved ones we've known yesterday Gone home, 
The songbird that sings in the dell seems to say, Gone home, gone home. They've joined that heavenly fold. They're walking the streets of pure gold. They're called one by one when their work here is done. Gone home, gone home. Gone home. Life here is lonely since they've gone before. Gone home, gone, gone home. The old weeping willow that stands by the door seems to say, the gone home. They've joined that heavenly fold. They're walking the streets of pure gold. They're called one by one when their work here is done. Gone home, gone home. When the trumpet shall sound on that great judgment day, gone home, gone home. We'll meet all our loved ones who've since gone their way. They've joined that heavenly throne. They're walking the streets of pure gold. They're called one by one when their work here is done. Gone home, gone home, gone home. Thank you for listening to A Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small-town churches in Amherst, Wisconsin. Our pastor today is the Reverend Greg Wilcox. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. will take care of you through every day.